your hand in your skirt Cause keep your hand in your skirt Is a fun way to remind yourself To mind your own business You are a woman who manages her own set point So ladies, keep your hand in your skirt Hello and welcome, my name is Sabrina Keep your hand in your skirt Have you been keeping your hand in your skirt? minding your own business. Today's topic is beauty. What is your set point on beauty? Would you like to change it? And what creates your set point for beauty? So the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is I am actually a member of a soul listening group and it's uh it's called soul matters maybe you've heard of it maybe you're a part of the group too if you're not i highly recommend you find a group of people that you can join uh, i joined through the unitarian church um, they have a group and what it is is it's a group of people that gets together once a month and there's a packet that is delivered to us and each month there's a theme and last month's theme is beauty beauty right so the month of may our theme was beauty and then what's really really great about soul matters is they give you all this information to just do a deep dive of reflecting of thinking of contemplating of asking yourself questions of doing different activities or exercises to really get you to self-reflect on what the theme is, in this case, beauty, what, what it is to you, and give, it just gives you an opportunity based on the questions and the activities to just look at things possibly from a different point of view. And then you get together once a month and you do deep soul listening. And this group has been one of the best things that's ever happened for me. Uh, I've been in the group three years now, and you just develop uh, uh, such a connection, a trust. You, um, you talk, you take turns talking, and everyone just listens, deep soul listening. So you really learn to develop your deep soul listening skills, and you don't fix anyone, no, what anyone is sharing. Nothing is wrong, nothing is broken, nothing needs to be fixed, nobody needs, right? You don't, you don't try to fix help, right? You just listen, you offer deep soul listening, you offer space for people to share their own reflections and their emotions, their feelings, their thoughts. So the topic was beauty. And it was amazing because one of the questions in the, the packet talks about has your definition of beauty changed? And what is your definition of beauty? And as I reflected on it, I'm like, wow, without realizing it, without knowing it, my definition of beauty has dramatically changed. When I was younger, in high school in particular, I would have thought beauty was something, an outside, I would have associated the word beauty with physical human appearance. I, I wouldn't have even thought of the, the male gender. I would have only thought of the female gender, and then I would have uh, defined it by what society said at that time was beautiful. So at that time, and when I was in high school, straight hair was really bad, and I have straight, straight hair, so boo. I always had to get a perm to try to be beautiful, to try to right, meet, meet the, what the other people were doing. Um, at that time, thin was good. Um, so, 
right. So that was uh, uh, revered. That was good. So I was thin. So that part was that part worked for me. But um, I just remember like thinking beauty met what the woman's body looked like. And, and I even thought the body was more important than the face. So isn't that interesting? Whereas now, when I was answering these questions, doing this self-reflection, what does beauty mean to you? What is an example of beauty? And I thought, wow, like, not my now self would tell you about beautiful experiences. My now self would tell you about things that I've witnessed, right? And so I shared some stories about uh, being in Barcelona, Spain, and witnessing how they treat homeless people. And the homeless people in Spain are acknowledged, right? In America, where I live anyway, homeless people are dismissed. You try not to look at them. You try not to make eye contact. People like, not everyone, but a lot of people will make comments like they're lazy. They don't want to work. They're using the system. They're taking advantage of people, right? Like such a disregard for homeless people. Whereas in Spain, it was fascinating to watch and people were just seen, acknowledged. They, you know, they weren't second class citizens. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't mean any less. And so one of the places where I was staying, there is a, um, a man who had a, like a, a kind of a cot kind of set up uh, on the apartment uh, where I was at. So his cot was there every day and he had a dog. And so him and his dog just slept on that cot. And sometimes they would go out and about and do whatever they did. And people like just got in the community knew him. They would just leave money on his cot. Nobody would take it, uh, maybe bring food for the, the dog, right? And just leave it on his cot. Or if you're walking around and somebody was homeless, people would just walk over and, and if they gifted you money, they, they would just chat with you. Like, I don't know, it was like one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced. It was just, be it was beauty. And the other thing I shared in the group was also in Barcelona, Spain, people touch each other. It's not sexual touch, it's just touch. People walk arm in arm, it's just normal. So with your, with a girlfriend, you're with your mom, you're with your cousin, you're with whoever. You just, you just touch each other. And guys touch each other, girls touch like all ages. It, it was just normal. And just to get to witness touch and affection between everyone, all ages, all types of people, like to me, that's like my love language is touch, right? So to me, that is just so, so beautiful to get to, to witness, just to, to get to witness and catch that, that intimacy, that caring, that kindness between humans. And so like then to reflect back on, if you would have asked my 16 year old self what beauty was, I would have said the female body, right? And then myself at this age doesn't, think of beauty in terms of bodies, I think of beauty in terms of experiences and getting to witness, watch something that it like, that melts my heart. To me, that's, that's beautiful. So what is beautiful to you and how do you define it? And how has your definition of beauty changed? And it was interesting to listen to how the other people in the group talked and, you know, just to realize like beauty right 
beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I've always known that, right? I Like, I always heard that when I was younger, but I didn't really believe it. I really did believe what society said you had to have, what society said was the right body. But then, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but people will say, but the, the perfect body changes, right? At one point, uh, a small butt is the beautiful butt. And then society changes, and then a bubble butt is a beautiful butt. Or one point, thinness is beautiful. And then at another point, uh, more a full figure is beautiful. At one point, curly hair is beautiful. At a different point, like when my daughter was in high school, it was straight hair. So she would, like, I would was getting perms to try to fit in and my daughter was uh, flat ironing her hair to try to straighten it to try to like fit in. So beauty keeps changing. Beauty is so subjective and beauty really is in the eye of the beholder and everyone finds something different right like so what I'm attracted to the type of gentleman for example that I'm attracted to other people aren't like I, I have had friends think oh so-and-so is so handsome and I'm like ugh, I don't find him handsome there's nothing about that at all that I find handsome so beauty really is in the eye of the beholder it really is uh relative and it goes like it's cool to be at that place where you realize that beauty comes from the inside out if you if you have that point of view or if you're willing to have that point of view and then I recently heard a really cool podcast from this girl uh, who does a podcast called Being, Being You, Changing the World, or maybe it's just uh, The Power of Being You. And um, her theme is about beauty. And there are two estheticians talking about when they got into the beauty right industry, their points of view didn't line up and agree with what the industry was teaching. And they made some just fantastic observations so for example as a uh, as a uh, hairdresser the girl was saying that most of her clients would come in and they'd say oh my forehead's too long so give me bangs or oh my um whatever is too short so do this and they were trying to use their hair to camouflage what they thought was wrong about them and then she this beautician this sarah girl was saying like when people walked in, she noticed what was right about them. Like, oh, you have amazing eyes, or oh, you have amazing uh, cheek structure. Like this uh, hairdo would really compliment you. This hairdo would be like such a contribution to you, right? And, and it was, people are trying to like hide. People are trying to camouflage what they've concluded, what they've judged about themselves as being bad or ugly. And so just to get that freedom, like what happens if we have been looking at beauty from a flawed premise? What happens if we have been misguided about what beauty really is? And what if beauty really is authentic, being authentic, having the courage, having the bravery to show up as the authentic you, to be the original you? Oh, and this is what the one girl said on the podcast I thought was so good. She talked about uh, cars. If you make a one-of-a-kind one car and it comes off the assembly line and it's a one-of-a-kind, oh my gosh, that car, right? It's a collector's item. That car is going to be worth so much. It's going to be so valued. It's going to be so revered. But you, you and your body and your face, you're a one-of-a-kind. You can never be duplicated or repeated. 
you're a one of a kind. So do you treat yourself with that same unique, I'm a one of a kind, I'm an original. I am an original piece of art. I'm an original piece of beauty. No, no one can ever like capture exactly what I have. And then do you, do you really value that? Do you appreciate that? And do you find the beauty of you? And do you allow yourself to bask in your beauty and to, to show up authentically? So that's one of the great things. I don't know if it's happening because of age. I don't know if it's happening because I'm around high vibing people that love and respect themselves. They're not trying to change themselves. They're not trying to change their their appearance, their personality. So I don't know if it's the my association that has influenced me or if it's age that's uh, benefited me of being able to think, see, things from a wider perspective, from a broader perspective, and to give me more awareness, more choice. I don't know. But either way, like, I love the topic of beauty. So it's a beautiful day. I'm here at the park. I don't know if you heard um, the geese are in the background and the ducks, and it's just beautiful. So in honor of this beautiful day and the beautiful you, I wanted to just take a time to reflect on beauty and what it means to you and appreciating the beauty of all, all that we are. So keep your hands in your skirt. Thanks for listening. Manage your own set point. Use tools to change your vibration. Raise your set point. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.